1: Looking for strategies to help you protect your portfolio in these uncertain times? Visit RobBlack.com. RobBlack.com. Powered by E.P. Wealth.
2: Let's talk stock. Let's talk investing. Let's talk money. Let's talk retirement. You know, the stuff we do every day on this show. Boring. Last night, the national championship game. Dominant. Performance by UConn. Let's talk about some of the stats, though, that we learned 9.9 million viewers on ESPN. It drew a bigger audience than any MLS game ever. The 2021 NBA finals and the 2023 Sugar Bowl. Ooh. I didn't see that. I, I didn't see that coming. I looked at the game. and I was like, this is going to be a blowout. I don't think I have to watch. And I really didn't. Yes, March Madness is fun. It's fantastic. It's great when there's last-second jumpers to win, but you just had that feeling last night. And yet, people watched. Live sports are something for streaming. Live sports or something for ESPN. That's why ESPN and Disney pay so much for live sports. Markets were mixed yesterday. Nothing great. S&P, the Dow, eked out gain. Underperformed hit as oil prices moved on the surprise opec plus production cut the wwe stock um, agreed to combine with ufc to create a 21.4 billion dollar entertainment company kind of a tag team of wrestling if you will trump heads to the courthouse today what will what will not happen what will go down the hush money paid to adult film actress stormy daniels in the final days of trump's 2016 presidential run i don't know i'm not one to really defend words all that often but i think everyone knows she's an ad- she was or is an adult film actress seems like a weird qualifier after a while isn't she really generally just a woman at this point i don't know Coming from the guy who said so many insulting things on the air, I'm at this point in time, I'm standing up for her. There will be no handcuffs. There will be no perp walk. There will be no mugshot. Trump plans to hold a press conference in the evening after he returns to his Florida state Mar-a-Lago. One place Trump doesn't want cameras is in the courtroom. No one looks good in a courtroom. It's going to be a circus-like atmosphere. Trump is lawyered up with some of the best names in the white-collar defense business, digging in for a long fight that's going to hit just a ton of appeals the moment the charges are are known. Tesla was ordered to pay $3.2 2 million, million to a worker in a racial harassment suit. The amount a California jury decided yesterday was that former employee Owen Diaz should get sounds like a lot until you hear that A different jury two years ago said he should be awarded $137 million. He was subject to racial abuse, opted for a new trial on damages after a judge said the law required the amount to be cut to $15 million despite disturbing evidence in the case. So $137 million went down to $15 million, went down to $3.2 million. I'm not going to say anything stupid here. I think we've all seen all types of abuse in the workplace and it needs to stop. Paris is saying, Au va available. It was nice to know you. Goodbye. Paris is set to ban rental electric scooters as of September one. Eighty nine percent of voters cast their ballots in favor of taking them off the streets. At one point in time, people loved them in Paris. Scooter companies offered registered voters free rides. Online voting, popular with younger voters, was not permitted. The vote was closely watched by other European cities mulling similar scooter prohibitions. I have no skin in this game. I have no thought other than to say electric scooters are kind of like thrown away like trash in cities. I'd be upset, too, if I lived in a gorgeous city like Paris. NASA's picked the four astronauts who are going to the moon. Okay, that was the coolest thing about the basketball game last night. I don't usually get nerdy. I don't usually get teary-eyed. But when the CBS broadcast showed the four astronauts sitting in the front row, I was like, I'm stoked. The Artemis II flight test scheduled for 2024 will ferry its four-person crew to the moon, make a pass close to its surface, and bring them back to Earth over the span of about 10 days part of a two- of a three-part mission to land astronauts on the moon in 2025. Part one was a success last year when an unmanned spacecraft orbited the moon. Who's going to space? Reed Wiseman, Victor Glover, Christina Hammock, Jeremy Hansen. Crew includes the first woman, the first person of color, the first Canadian. I don't know if I'm more uh, emotional about the first woman, the first person of color, or the first Canadian. Okay, I'm being silly. Um, The number five question. No, the number five answer to the question, what do you want to be when you grow up? Was an astronaut. But do you know what the number one was? YouTube vlogger. <laughs> I think when I was a kid, I wanted to be an astronaut. I think my kid wants to be a YouTube vlogger, video vlogger. I think that says a lot. I don't know if you're with me or against me, but you have to pick a side because this is the civil war of financial opinions. The Apple Music Classical app is going to let you find classical music you want to listen to. I always wondered about that. Apple pushed into classical music last week. The classical music snobs actually like the app, which you would have thought there could have been a problem. Streaming apps are optimized for pop songs that have limited metadata. But a piece of classical music has a lot more metadata, including the composer, the orchestra, the conductor, the movement, the nickname, the key. So it's um it's all that in a bucket of chicken. Apple bought Prime Phonic, a Dutch startup that had built the back-end data infrastructure needed to surface. The most relevant search results. Um, I love classical music at like dinner time and breakfast. And I'm not going to say problem solved, but good for Apple for doing this one right. The teacher who was shot by a six-year-old student filed a $40 million lawsuit against several school officials. Oh, I'm so depressed about guns in school and guns in general. And I heard someone say it the other day completely, and I was like, oh, no, I think that's the right way of saying it. Unless you're going to ban the First Amendment, you're never going to ban the Second Amendment. Unless you're going to restrict the First Amendment, you're never going to restrict the Second Amendment. And uh, that's a little discouraging. So I ask, maybe we can uh, up the age limits, but nope. I'm not even getting into this argument. 800 516 1228 each calls on the air. YouTube's going to live stream all of Coachella performances this year. That sounds better than going to the desert and getting gross, except for it's kind of sexy fun to go to the desert and get gross when you're young. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, A derailed train in Montana dumped a lot of Coors Light and Blue Moon beer into the Clark Fork River. <laughs> Everyone was going down the river yesterday, really slowly in their tubes. Ten. No one had to stop to pee, which was surprising. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black.
1: Don't want to work forever? Check out the retirement planning guide on RobBlack.com. That's RobBlack.com. Powered by EP Wealth.
2: So NASA picked its four astronauts to go to the moon. If you ask Americans to name a space mission, any space mission, I suspect very few would pick the Apollo eight. That was the 1968 mission, the first circle of moon. It gets overshadowed by Apollo 11, which was the one small step for man. Apollo 13. Tom Hanks. The astronauts didn't venture from their spaceship, nor did they touch the lunar surface, but in its own quiet way, that was the mission that was the existential milestone of all milestones until that moment with few exceptions to low orbit. Human beings carried out their existence on this planet. They inhabited a very small stage in a vast cosmic arena, so said Carl Sagan. So to me, Apollo 8 was the big one. Now, what? Why is America spending so much money on NASA and getting into the space? And, like, can't we feed homeless people? No. You know what we've invented through NASA? How about the cell phone camera? The world's most popular selfie technology is also NASA's most ubiquitous spin-off technology. Cell phone cameras use a complementary metal oxide semiconductor, a CMOS image sensor. Not a new technology, but one that revolutionized NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory. So the very notion of digital cameras was born out of NASA. How about the Dustbuster? Your kid ever knocked over a pile of popcorn or, I don't know, a pile of dust, and you had to clean it up real quickly, and you ran to the the cabinet. You're like, where's the Dustbuster? Yep, the Dustbuster also comes out of the Apollo program when NASA contracted Black & Decker to design a special drill for making core samples of the lunar surface. The computer program used to develop the low-powered battery-operated moon motor was then used in a consumer space. Thousands of cordless tools at home, including the tiny vacuum cleaner, were born. What else did NASA invent? How about memory foam? Key ingredient to your comfy pillow, to your comfy bed. It was developed to absorb shock and improve the comfort of airplane seats. Today, the ubiquitous slow spring back foam improves just about everything from football helmets and mattresses to race cars and saddles. Ironically, airplane seats remain uncomfortable even though this was all started with jet propulsion labs tied towards making things more comfortable. How about the ear thermometer? Does that rank up there in your best inventions of life? For me, it does. many children's bottoms who had to get rectal thermometers taken out of their fever. Uh, say, thank you. It's it's I think I had to be the last person in America to have his temperature taken that way because i remember it and then the ear thermometer comes along and spoils our children thermometer sensors were first developed for satellites to check the temperature of stars and other celestial objects by reading infrared radiation but now if a baby has a fever we just stick something in there and speaking of babies having it easy NASA needed to find a way for astronauts to eat on long-duration space missions. You know what they came up with? Nutrient-enriched algae. You know where nutrient-enriched algae is used? Baby food. Hmm. Who knew? How about roadway safety grooves? The goal was to help reduce hydroplaning on NASA runways. By carving slim grooves on the pavement, water would run off, allowing the space shuttle and other winged craft to land in the rain. So when you land and you see those grooves, thank you, NASA. Those grooves keep the water sliding off the runway. The rain sliding off the runway keeps your plane from sliding off the runway. The lack of you sliding off the runway in a big airplane filled with jet fuel stops you from turning into a toast. Invisible braces, those two teeth straighteners. I know you're saying our kids could even think invisible braces. To NASA, the translucent alumina, which is super strong, super visible ceramic. It was first developed for heat seeking missile technology done for NASA. Now it helps you smile, smile. Digital watches. Gravity kind of messes up the, the wristwatch when you have to wind it. And yet when you have three seconds to land on the moon, two seconds to land on the moon, one second, it has to be precise digital clocks scratch resistant lenses winglets you know those things on your airplane that are curved they save fuel you do the same thing when you make a paper airplane you put a little curve on your wing it helps the aircraft fly farther and faster winglets derive from nasa research trying to reduce fuel costs during the 1973 oil crisis cardiac pumps to keep your heart pumping that idea came out of NASA and two heart surgeons. NASA used its experience simulating fluid flow through rocket engines, developed the technology for flowing blood through the human body. I'm not saying it's all that in a bucket of chicken. I'm just saying I got a little teary-eyed yesterday, and I'm being honest. I don't know why. It had to come back to my childhood. Do you remember Space Lab? What was I, like seven when Space Lab was, was threatening to fall on the planet? And kids at school were like, I wonder if it's going to land at school and like kill the principal. Skylab. It wasn't Space Lab, it was Skylab. My bad. Not like me to totally pooch a, a good story. Congratulations to women's soccer. They're expanding the Bay Area with a new team and a record investment. The thing here is the record investment. The women's NCAA basketball championship was heavily watched. And it was a I think the women's tournament was much better than the men's tournament, at least the final eight so the national women's soccer league has awarded a 14th franchise to an investor in california for 53 million dollars the investment firm sixth street cheryl sandberg uh former national team stars brandy chastain leslie osborne daniel state leighton ali wagner all getting a piece of the action i've met brandy chastain a couple times i was managing a soccer team and she was coaching a girls soccer team and at tournaments, we'd cross cross paths many times, and she was very, very pleasant to all the young girls who idolize her. I thought she was kind of kick butt. So the franchise fees, total investment, $125 million, $53 million franchise fee, total investment equals $125 million. That's legit. Will they grow into a billion-dollar franchise like the NFL? Not for a long time. But it's pretty neat to see don't have much else on that i'm not a big sheryl sandberg fan i know you're saying that's controversial um i just think she did a poor job of of keeping mark zuckerberg under control i think she did a great job of, of legitimizing and making facebook grow up but i think he got a little wackadoodle and when they got in front of congress A little too often, it seems like she could have been the calming voice. and I'm not going to say slap Mark Zuckerberg around, but how shall we say she left that company quietly Um, when it's not a well publicly liked company? A lot of people think she's going to run for Congress, maybe one day be president of the United States. Now, again, controversial. I'm not trying to get into a fight with no one. Just talking. Saudi Arabia is pumping 38 billion dollars into video games. Ha! Ah, you thought you were going to say Saudi Arabia is pumping oil. Nope. They're pumping 38 billion into video games. Saudi Arabia produces 11 million barrels of oil a day, zero video games. But their public investment fund is going to funnel 38 billion into eSports, Savvy Gaming Group to turn the company into a studio that develops and publishes video games. Saudi Arabia is not home to mini game developers. So this is Riyadh. And I'm telling you, Riyadh is the hot, sexy city. If I was savvy and young, I'd go buy property in Riyadh if I could buy property in Riyadh, not knowing property laws. Riyadh's next big thing as far as uh, cities in the world. I'm not saying they're in the next Paris, but they're going to try to be. I wonder if they'll have e-scooters. What else do we have to hit? Cineworld has dropped their plans to sell their businesses after failing to find a buyer. I heard a pretty funny thought yesterday that AMC has been rumored to be acquired by Amazon. And it really doesn't make any sense for Amazon to go and buy a dying type of business. But it does if you're AMC CEO, you spread that rumor. And that's all a legend. There's no truth to it as far as I know. But you do wonder where some of these stories come from Wall Street and how they hit. Again, just saying it is what it is. It's a legend. Trump says Manhattan D.A., Alvin Bragg should indict himself, not indicate himself just hours ahead of his own arraignment. This is going to be a show today. The. Location of the trial in Manhattan has some iconic images. That looks like Gotham City from Batman. The only thing that I'm hoping for is to get a smile from today's proceedings at some point. I want to see the New Yorkers dressed as Batman and Joker on the steps of justice. It just seems like it would fit. Oh, there's a lot going on in that story. No, I think there is. So. The people who are bullish on Wall Street are still grazing at stocks. They're still doing OK. Remember how a couple of weeks ago he we said it looks like we may be putting in a bottom and six months from now we could look back and say this looks good. So far, still so good. But Jamie Dimon sent an annual letter to shareholders saying he doesn't think the regional banking crisis is over and it's going to have repercussions for years to come. As far as tightening standards, you got to kind of agree with that one. Walmart's having a big uh, investors day. We'll see what we learn from them. You can find me online at Rob Black Show.
1: For more information about EP Wealth, visit robblack.com. That's robblack.com.
2: Unintended consequences. You know everything you probably need to know about inflation hitting your life. But listen to this. As the cost of living skyrockets with inflation, 23% of couples stay together mainly because of money constraints. Ouch. Not saying if you have money now is a good time to go trolling for a a married person, but maybe it is. It sounds like statistically GM says 5000 salaried workers will take buyouts. They expect a billion dollar charge in the first quarter. Something we talked about yesterday was McDonald's is closing their corporate offices. And here's just pure speculation. They're going to let go of some of their corporate employees. Right. That's well known. It's expected. Why did they close their offices the week of Easter? Is it because they don't want disgruntled workers coming to work? That's what it feels like to me. So they're doing all their pink slips through remote notification. I don't know if that's true. I mean, I'm jumping to conclusions. I don't know if that's maybe you don't want morale of people seeing uh, employees crying and packing up their stuff. I don't know. Yesterday, I ended the show with a concept that I wanted to come back to. How many bank accounts should you have? I think it. I have one bank account that's completely dedicated to my emergency fund. I've got another savings account for large purchases that I use for, how do I say this, Um, things over $3,000, $4,000. And I have another bank account for my daily living expenses and paychecks. So I have three. And then I have some money at brokerages that are very similar to banks, but they're not. President Clinton deregulated the financial industry so that banks could become brokers and brokers could become banks and banks could become insurance companies. Insurance could become brokers and brokers could become insurance companies. They all, used to all have, and I'm not allowed to say this anymore, a Chinese wall between th- two of them or three of them, two walls. They weren't allowed to mix businesses for obvious reasons that we're seeing when banks fail. With deposits being different than what you put money into a brokerage account for, investments. One's safe, one's long-term, and then insurance is, yeah, it, it was a great industry to deregulate, to let them offer each other's products. It brought down cost in those industries. It did. But it also opened up for potential wrongdoing and unintended consequences. So I have three bank accounts And no, I don't really carry more than the insurance of FDIC in any of those bank accounts. In my brokerage accounts, I do. That's a whole nother game. Um, And I use bigger firms versus local firms. And this is where I I hate saying it. The credit unions and the regional banks, they have a disadvantage. Because people like me go, TD Ameritrade will never fail. So I'm a little nervous about Schwab, but not nervous enough to say that it's going to fail. And I have a, I have accounts at TD Trade for stock brokerage accounts. That's the whole point of that. So how many bank accounts should I have? I say three. Disney's expected to bring the, its dividend back this year, and that's a big deal. There's another company that's expected to bring their dividend back late this year, and that's PG&E. I would say both stocks will benefit from that. So I'm not a granny. I'm not a transgender male turning into a grandmother. No, I'm not also a grandfather. Can grandfathers be called grandfathers? I'm not a grandpappy. But if I were, I would consider buying Disney and PG&E. Consider not leaning towards. I would consider it. I'm going to need more things to like. But the rumor is both are comp- both companies are bringing back their dividends. PG&E after paying out devastating fires that killed human beings um pgni raises their do you know my electricity bill goes higher and higher and higher to the point that i it's not that i hate solar it's like i want more solar panels i want my yard to have solar panels like i want it's i'm so angry at how much i have to pay for electricity and it goes up every year i like PGE because of that i hate pg because people died in wildfires i like pg because they're about to introduce a dividend back and they've gotten into the state of california to cover basically any future mishaps not completely but that's the idea so if you want to know what i'm thinking about six months from now i am think those two stocks can move higher and they'll move higher before it happens i know you're saying thank you rob you're welcome Um, I've asked the question, if I do an event on a Sunday, one to four o'clock, would you show up? Where I'm literally sitting at a big table and having an adult beverage. I will Uber to the location. I will Uber home from the location. I will set a good example. I will bring a realtor. I will bring a mortgage person and I will bring a CFP. And if you want to come talk about your finances in the sunshine of Marin, we're going to do that later This month, I'm going to announce that hopefully soon, but know that it's coming and I hope you embrace and I hope you show up. I did get an email late last night um, from Janet, who said, I've been listening to you for 20 years and this is right up my alley. And I like that. That made me very happy to hear because I don't necessarily want to do live events where we're going over two hours on how to withdraw money from your portfolio wisely. I love those events. Don't get me wrong. But also, I kind of like the friendly ones where you see me smile and laugh. Um, everyone could use a little more smiling and laughing in their life. No, no. Yes, we. Oui. John Oliver did a, a fantastic piece this week on France and how they're raising the retirement age and how there's protests in the street. And he showed a young French woman basically marching the protesters forward. And she is so cool. She is so hip. She's dancing and waving her arms, and she's wearing sunglasses that look, like, wildly cool. And he goes, I wish I could be her. And I'm like, I do, too. I do love the French. I just throw it down there. Um, if you learn one phrase, you can go to France and have a great time. Je ne parle pas français. Tu Paul anglais? I don't speak French. Do you speak English? All you got to do is that one thing and they will love you. They will hug you. They will embrace you. They will show you their culture and they will not spit in your food. Um, The French get a bad rap. Just learn a little bit of their language. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. I am Rob Black. Thanks for listening.
1: Brought to you by EP Wealth. This is the Rob Black Show.
2: I never want to gloat. And I don't want to make it feel like you think that I am. I'm not happy Virgin Orbit is ceasing operations. I'm stoked that I never fell for the space tourism angle. When Branson and Captain Kirk go up into space or into the atmosphere, and come back down, I'm like, whoa, that would change my life. I don't see how someone's going to pay $250,000 to go up and down for a three-minute ride. Now, if you get a circle of the planet, that's certainly more enticing than a a really high airplane ride. But I feel Richard Branson, and this is never going to be, this is never going to be investigated. This is never going to be an issue. I feel like he put his name on this Virgin Orbit company as a way of making a couple million, 10 million, 15 million dollars in money. I don't think there was a business plan there ever. And I think fools like you... We're like, space tourism. I love it. I love the idea. Who wants to vacation in Hawaii where you can put your feet in the sand when you can go up in an airplane for three minutes and come right back down? That doesn't mean SpaceX is a bad company. SpaceX isn't just doing tourism. They're launching a lot of satellites for the government. I'm not gloating. It's not a victory lap. But always ask yourself, why in the name of hack, are you buying this? To me, Virgin Orbit felt like uh, <clears throat> I missed out on the big tech companies and I missed out on crypto and I missed out on and people just, you know, data mining of crypto. This is the one that I'm going to put, put. This is the, my next horse. If this works for a month or two, I could be on easy street. Company's worth nothing. Meta's got a new way of getting you of in the office, which I find kind of hilarious. When you look at employee perks, okay, 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 okay. So, a couple things. <clears throat> Salesforce is trying to get employees back to the office right now. And, well, no, 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 no. They're trying to right size their company right now. And the next leg up for tech, I think, is job cuts. And I think Facebook was the first one to show everybody, look what we can do. We can cut staff and our stock goes higher. I think Alibaba is showing Facebook what they can do. Two years from now, when their stock stalls again, they can spin off Instagram. They can spin off Messenger. They can spin off parts of the company. Not as obvious at Facebook as it is at, say, Google. But Salesforce, employees aren't happy right now that the cloud giant is handling its plan to cut 10% of its workforce. Mark Benioff personally responded to some employees who are complaining on Slack. Salesforce is cutting their highest tier of support called Signature, the sales team with it. Employees are particularly frustrated with how the company's communicated its progress in layoffs, because not only are they cutting the highest tier of support, they're also cutting kind of the lowest tier. The services that are sold to nonprofits and educational institutions. Cost cutting has helped Salesforce avoid a proxy battle, but employees aren't happy. Mark Binioff and his team at Salesforce can cut employees <clears throat> slowly, quickly, but they are going to cut employees. And it, that should support the stock price. I'm not saying it well, because there are no guarantees. I'm not going to say it's the closest thing to a guarantee because then I'm 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 filling you with assumptions. Don't want to do that either. They. Salesforce can just let go of people who aren't coming to the office. Salesforce can say people are much more efficient when they're in the office and, you know, we're going to downsize and. Those who are in the office five days a week get to keep their jobs. Those that are in the office three days a week might keep their jobs. And I'm not saying that's what they're going to do, but that's what they can do. You're going to see Twitter quoted by executives for years to come on how to downsize the company. How come Twitter's still kind of functionally operational? Because they had too many employees is what it is. Now, their advertisement sucks. Their Content monitoring, probably not great. But they certainly somehow, some way, shape, form, have survived cutting 80% of their staff. Could Facebook survive on that? No. But there's a lot more people to cut. Same thing with Apple. Apple's quietly trying not to. But I've seen some upper-level executives step aside. Saw a lot of executives step aside in Disney this week. As Eisner's trying to figure out, um, Disney's trying to figure out the right size of the company and the right things to investigate. As far as future businesses, Bob Iger, not Eisner, Eisner was before Iger, um, He's taking a look and he says, oh, the CEO of Marvel, who's been with the company for many, many years, and is kind of a recluse and doesn't really contribute as much as we want him to. He's gone. Wow. That's trimming the fat from executives. So Meta, in order to keep their employees happy, what are they doing? They're bringing in a DJ to play dance music in one of its cafes. One minute. A DJ? A DJ. So... Hey, you can work at home and listen to Spotify or you can come into the offices and hear a DJ. Meta has cut back on its health perks and been mass layoffs. The company also scrapped its Lyft subsidy to employees. No longer getting free rides. Meta has a history of offering generous benefits, such as on-site doctors and dentists. They announced two weeks ago was embarking on a second round of cuts. Now the big plan is bringing a DJ. And that'll get the employees happy while you're cutting out their benefits. Interesting, right? That's the future of tech. Layoffs and then the next round of big tech will be restructuring and spinoffs. In my opinion, that's too simplified, but those are the next level hires on their stocks. You can find me online at robblackshow.com.
1: What's the best way to choose a financial advisor? Download our guide at robblack.com. That's robblack.com.